Well, we did our best, but somehow Woody found his way back into the basement. I'm alive again. (laughs) (laughs) We turned him around, covered up our tracks, tried to change our scent, but he he still made it. I'm excited to be back. I've been waiting to get back into make-believe land for a while. It's pretty good down here. Oh, yeah, I know. I've been there before a couple times. Paul was a robot. I was. Sierra was a dragon. Wow, a lot happened while I was away, huh? Yeah, and... (laughs) Travis threw a lot of darts. It, yeah. <laughs> yeah. I can see that. Yeah. And Crystal, if you want to see some of the best accent work in the game, <laughs> honestly, I tune in. Wait, what accent? No, uh, no, no, all no. of them, actually. <laughs> it depends on that's the problem. <laughs> can you give us a little sampler? I will absolutely not. <laughs> just go back and listen to those episodes. Yeah. yeah please I, don't. Gonna... Just cut out. If you're wondering how many times someone can throw a dart at an object, <laughs> There's not really an upper limit. Nope. <laughs> Travis really T- Tester darts. Tester darts. <laughs> All right, I'm going to do something I don't do often here. I am going to admit when I am wrong. Uh-oh. Funny joke. Good thing we're recording this. Yeah. I don't. <laughs> I'll cut around it. Oh. And I'm, we're back. I'm keeping the Stop base. saying we're back. Keeping the base file. Yeah. <laughs> uh, I was listening back to some of our episodes, and there was a particular move done by a particular person that threw everything I was trying to do through a goddamn loop. And that should be awarded, though I don't want to. So for that sweet, sweet missed move, I am going to award our very own Lillian Fade inspiration. Here you go. Yeah. Everybody clap like it's a middle school graduation. Like you wish you weren't really here, but you have to. Pass it on. Pass it on. At first I thought you were going to like retcon so something she did because like she misused that spell so yeah, you guys right. are back in combat like, <laughs> no if i didn't ca- you know me if i didn't catch you that's on yeah. me just kill my character if you want to but i also have something <laughs> fun also that uh, i learned from listening back i don't know if you all remember but it was quite the kerfuffle and somebody dropped a morning star to yep. drop and draw a bow and arrow but you left so quickly and because you didn't want to go back down that hole, that morning star is gone. Oh. Oh, I mean, you don't have it, certainly. Isn't that right, Wood? But, but <laughs> I had on a long tether <laughs> attached to my head. had a rope tied to it. Like yeah. the police in Italy, they have like that, that rope around their shoulder. It's exactly. like the surfboard thing that connects to your ankle. <laughs> Just dragging a morning star. <laughs> like it's a minus 12 to sneak because it's, it's like, like a... <laughs> A plus one skip it. Guys, what is that? <laughs> <laughs> a plus one cold iron skip it. Oh, my God. Uh, has the trip, oh. trip capability built into it? Oh, my God. That's that's amazing. I'm giving you inspiration for that joke because that was just awesome. <laughs> I, I already have one. Can I get two? Yeah, oh, I guess no, I, I can yeah, get two. Of course yes. you can get two. That's how the, that's how the inspiration economy works. Ooh, I feel inspired. No, as well you should. Yay. Oh, man. <laughs> now I want a plus one skip it. <laughs> Start breaking ankles. So, you all ready to uh, jump back into this beloved campaign? Yeah, I'm ready to see what it's like to have a familiar die. Oh, oh my goodness. Well, why? before... Soon? Uh, <laughs> I mean, too it is too early? soon. Mayhaps. Yeah. Ahead of... Well, let's all just all right. take a, a quick moment. I'm going to take you back to a somewhat familiar place. You've been here before, but it was a couple years prior. You see another person that you're familiar with. 
they're a little taller than the last time we visited this place, but certainly a couple years younger than the person you know now. Their beard has grown in, but the, the trademark black braids are a little shorter. They're covered in some black soot and sweat. Hard days at the bellows as an apprentice to the armorer can, can do that. They walk over to the barrel that's full of water, a ladle hanging alongside for the convenience of drink, but they go straight for the barrel with their bare hands to wash away the day's work in the heavy sweat that they have worked up. As they run the water across their neck to cool them down and through their face to get all the bits of dirt, they hear a small voice come from a room not too far off, just water. It catches Errol's eye, and he looks up, surprised, seeing an individual in a bed not usually occupied. This person covered in bandages, their face obscured, their arms and legs covered in fresh white bandages, but he can tell just underneath that the oozing from the multiple wounds is starting to break through again. He does what he can, and he gathers water carefully in the ladle, and he walks over, hands it to them, and realizing that they don't have the strength to balance it, slowly feeds the water as they lay there. Now, Errol's not sure where this person came from, don't really know who they are, but he is a man of faith and knows that helping those that need it is part of his duties, and clearly his family saw fit to give this stranger housing. The days slip by, and Errol repeats the little ritual time and again, the person only remaining conscious for the small amounts of time that they need food and drink. As the sounds of the anvil ring in the background, Errol visits the room one day, ladle in hand, excited to see what the day brings. But he comes to the bed, and it's empty. Now he does some quick calculations in his head and realizes the person, though maybe on the mend, wasn't well enough to walk underneath their own power. But they are certainly gone. The stains of their wounds still on the sheet, but a neat white envelope sits on the pillow. One word scrawled across it. Errol. From there, we find ourselves in a busy and bustling market. Much different than the last time we found ourselves in this little town. The rain is gone. People are calling from all the stalls back and forth. We see a man before that was handing out different kinds of orders, trying to keep their daughter in cadence. Squabbling back and forth with a fishmonger, trying to get the best price. Next to him is a cloaked figure about a head taller than the honestly rather impressive-sized man, but they are hunched, trying to hide their form. Out of her eye, Barb sees someone familiar. She sees Radal Glev. She recognizes him from their time at school, a scathing and miserable boy who made her life nothing but terrible. She does her best to hunker down even further, trying to hide in the silhouette of her father, hoping he does not notice. He has arms and armor now. Perhaps his first day, first week on the town's guard. Hoping so desperately that this person with their new power won't 
catch her eye, but unavoidably, it seems. He just hears, Aye! Look! It's the tall red freak! And everyone laughs at her expense. And as if egged on by the laughter of his compatriots, he goes, Hey, look at you! Hey, don't don't hide! What are you trying? It's like watching a bear hide behind a pebble. And everyone laughs and laughs. And he goes, Don't know me now! Hey, hey! You freak! And suddenly he starts casting stones. Much the delight of the individuals, the market grinding to a halt, some appalled, some bemused, others inconvenienced by the scene. As this is happening, though, one of the stones finds its mark, hitting Barb in the back of the head, a little bit larger and a little bit faster than it had any right to be. As it catches her in the base of the skull, these words well up inside of her, and she just hears, Never forget, girl. You were born of fire. Those words reverberating, reaching inside of her. The next thing she knows, her father grabs at her arms desperately, saying, Barb, Barb, stop what you're doing now. She has the young man in one hand off of his feet, in the other, the blade of his sword buried into her hand. White hot rage pursued her across the yard to end whatever kind of violence he sought. She drops the man and the sword, looks at her hands, and begins to weep and runs off away from the crowds. From there, we find ourselves in a forest. The soft thrum of a bow reaches our ears. Every so often, the thrum is followed by a loud thuck of arrow hitting wood. We find a young catfolk, lean, not as filled out as we've gotten to know him, standing and practicing. A target is riddled with arrows, and it looks quite well done. Nothing great, but the grouping's there, perhaps a little off the mark. And right as we fall into this little scene, the next arrow finds its mark perfectly in the middle. Alou jumps with joy and turns to see his uncle Deku sitting in a chair in a drunken stupor. Angry, Alu walks over to the target, grabs an arrow, and shoots it at his uncle's feet. His uncle does nothing but opens his eyes. He stretches the stump of his left arm, a phantom stretching those muscles. He scratches at the nub, and he looks at Alu. What are you doing? Why why do you rouse me from my sleep? Lou flusters and bristles at this comment, and he goes, I am sorry, I thought that you were supposed to be teaching me how to do these things. I thought perhaps a worthless old man with one arm could do much better. The old drunk gets from his feet, and a small smirk across his face slowly creeps. He walks over to his nephew with a simple movement, takes the knife off of his belt. He goes, Do you know why I train you, boy? And Lou shrugs and he goes, Because you are not the best and you want me to be the best so that I do not come a similar fate. The uncle smiles at this comment and throws the dart perfectly into the middle of the target. 
No, my boy. I was the best. And it was not good enough. From there, we're in the busy streets of Canabras. A slender boy with black hair and yellow eyes rides atop his trusty horse travel, weaving in between the different peoples of the streets, a satchel full of the various letters of the day. He finds a cellar, opens it after having attached travel to his hitching post, and makes his way into the basement. There he is greeted by his two friends, a young man named Nicky and a little rat folk named Reus. As he walks up, he just goes, I found them. I found these letters again with the weird red corners. Reus is poring over all these different letters that have this similar mark. It's at first perhaps a blemish on the page, something you wouldn't consider, but when put side by side, you realize all too certain that it is not an accident, but perhaps something else. He, he hands them to Reus, and he slowly puts them down across the table, wandering, looking at them intently. What do you think it means? As they sit there and ponder, Nikki gets up and he goes, I can tell you what it means. I bet it means nothing, that you're all just thinking into too much. And eventually, you know, we will get caught with these letters. These are not the normal letters of the people that wander the streets or that own bars and innkeeps and all of those mundane people. You know these are letters of the nobles. You know that these are letters of the highest members of the town guard. I mean, how long do you think we can hold them before any reasonable person would think a courier would be way outside of their depth? The best is we lose business. The worst is, well, we get tried for stealing. As Nikki sits there, hands in the sky, full of frustration, Reus starts stacking the papers on top of each other. Someone go get, go get that, that torch over there. Poe, as he is, does as he is told, and walks over and grabs the torch. Hold it, hold it just in front of me. He outstretches his hand, lit torch, holding, and Reus picks up the stack of papers. He then pulls them tight, seeing that the small watermarks behind each page make a symbol. A symbol that the boys don't recognize, but that perhaps we do. That of a bull's head. Next, we are in a classroom. There are 10 to 15 little girls sitting at desks various amounts of refuse sitting in front of them. Each girl has a tiny animal with them, a little snake, a raven, a toad, even a little kitten. Each girl outstretches their hand and wills the small amount of trash in front of them to start glowing, holding and thinking for only a moment to make it emit light. Some do well, others do poorly, but you see that there is skill and that there is much teaching that is happening here. In the corner, though, a small girl sits, gray skin with bright markings on her face, sadly looking on at the other girls. She has a large tome in her lap, and she lazily reads through it, not paying much attention to what is on the page. 
a younger, lithe woman walks up and, with a very caring look, turns to Lillian and puts her hand on her shoulder. What seems to be the matter, child? I don't know. I just... I thought that I could be magical someday. Well, worry not. Your familiar will find you soon enough. You wouldn't be here if we didn't care for you. I love you, you know. Lillian smiles and turns back to her reading, though her eyes never quite leave the little girl's. Just then, a small bird with a tiny spiral on its chest finds its way into the window sill of the room. It shakes off the rain from outside, looks around knowingly, and for the first time, Lillian feels excitement, but the excitement is not her own, as it belongs to someone else. And that same feeling grips Lillian right now. But the feeling isn't of excitement. It's of terror, as Luna realizes that there is a rat about to bite down on her. Everybody, roll for initiative. Well done, by the way. Wow. That was awesome. Can we give you inspiration? I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you can. Uh, I don't want it. I think it's <laughs> like a pat on the back. Yeah. <laughs> good job. Good. That's a good starter. Good. Uh, oh, natural 20. Nice. Yeah, it's never going to happen again. Woody, welcome you know how back. I roll. <laughs> now I just feel even, ba- even worse that you I know. suggested we send Luna up there. Hey. All right. So I, I guess we'll start then. Uh, Alu, what did you get? A solid 26. That's not so bad. I thought it was going to be really, really bad. <laughs> Don't worry. It all goes down. <laughs> That's fair. Me. That's fair. <laughs> Lillian? Lillian got a 10. All right. Oh. And what did Luna get? Uh, 16. 16. Oh. Poe? What did Five. you get? Five. Five? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's the one thing you want your rogue to have. <laughs> low initiative. Bar. Barba? I got a 19. 19 and Errol. 24. All right. So, there's a surprise round that happens first. So it is just one rat that reaches out and tries to bite at Luna. Let's see how... This goes natural sixteen, so that's going to be. Uh, I believe that hits. Believe that hits as well. All right, I'll roll for damage. Uh, that's four points of damage, and now I need Luna to roll me a fortitude save, please. That be a d twenty. Yes, she should have her own fortitude save stuff. Okay. 13. That's a pass. Yes. Ooh. So Luna gets chunk taken out of her, but before anything else happens, Alu, it is your turn. Alright, so there are three rats up there, it looks you like. You actually don't know how many rats That's there are. That's called metagaming, Woody. Well, so, uh, what I'm, I guess I'm saying is at the top of the ladder, is it... You can only see the one. Okay, so I can see the one that's right in front of her, though. Yeah, so I, I mean, know. like, you... like You either... I mean, you're kind of far back. Because uh, the five of you in the room below, Luna flew up this ladder into this room. You heard probably like this kind of visceral, feral sound and like this tweeting as it, Luna got bitten into. Mm. So really, you can't see anything. Correct. Well, I can still see Luna, correct? I don't you think can't, so. She's at, like up you, a ladder. I can't see Luna. You're in the back of the room. Okay. Like, you have to move. 
If I move underneath the ladder, can I see you? Yes. So Are you going to put her out of her misery? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> well, I'm just going to eat her if that's cool. As, you know, cat No one do. gets the bird if I don't get the bird. <laughs> <laughs> Typical cat. <laughs> so I've got a quick question for you. Hypothetically speaking, if I were to run up, grab Luna, could I then go back a couple spaces too? Like. Uh, yeah, I mean, Paul, correct me if I'm wrong here, you can do a move action, and then an action, and then complete your move action? No, that's only in 5e. You oh, can't okay. interrupt movement in Pathfinder. So, so no, you can't. You can move up and grab her, uh, but yeah, mm-hmm. that doesn't really do much, because then she gets grapple condition and loses yeah. AC. <laughs> well, <laughs> okay, so she is a tiny creature. If he's holding her, I would say that he's protecting her. Okay. You also have the Aiden Mother action where you can help a friend attack or defend using a standard action and if you succeed your friend gains either plus two bonus on the next attack roll or a plus two bonus to ac until the enemy attacks him before the beginning of your next turn okay i also think tiny creatures you can occupy the same space that was my next question i mean i would i would let you do and interact with object action because presumably luna knows who you are if you wanted to grab her and put her away i would Mm -hmm. let you do that okay so i think i'll do that so i'll go pretty much into the same space um with my movement i can get right into her space okay and uh Pretty much look in, look at her and say, "Don't worry, I'm declawed. <laughs> Get in. Uh, Don't declaw your cat, please. Uh, it's awful. It is. Errol, it is your turn. Public service now. Okay. Errol is going to. How much of the movement is to? get up that ladder or is it like the ladder's about 10 feet off the okay. ground okay so you're just considering that as part of our movement uh i would because ladder is an easy climb check okay so. cool so five feet to get to the base of the ladder 10 to get up so 15 and then i'm gonna step uh 20 what's my movement 20 okay so right there and the rat on the right i'm gonna take swang at yeah so you enter the room uh there is a rat to the north. It's a relatively small room. It's about 25 feet wide, about 10 feet deep, uh, with the width of it being to either side. There's a rat to the north that's right in front of Alu, and then there is a rat to the west and the east. And you're going to attack that easternmost rat. Yeah. Can't take a swing. Uh, that is a 15 to hit flat-footed because he hasn't acted yet. That's a hit. Yes. Oh, baby. Ooh, nine on a D10, so 11 points of damage. And you kill the rat. Oh, hey. All right. Take that. All right, it is now the rat in the western part of the room's turn. He's going to close the distance between himself and Alu and go in and try and bite. Uh, That is a 15 to hit Alu. No. All right, that is a miss. Barb, it is your turn. Oh, yikes. Trying to remember all the differences between 5e and Pathfinder now. I should have never learned 5e. Um, <laughs> I think that every time. I can't. <laughs> <laughs> Shots fired. If I, if I go up no, there now kidding. because there are two rats right outside the ladder um, and a lose occupying that space, I would have to move through it and then I would incur an attack of opportunity. Yes, you would have two to do actually. that. Two actually. Yeah. 
But what about a deck saving throw? I'm just kidding. Acrobatics. <laughs> Acrobatics. <you mean>? <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, that's fair. You could try um, to like, we can only move half your no, speed. You no, tried that last time. Last time I tried, this didn't work out well. <laughs> so, uh, I'm just gonna hold my action and or delay, and if a loo moves, then I will take my action at that point. All right. So you're holding your action. Um, it is now the rat at the top of the. Uh, ladder's turn, right in front of a loop. He's going to try and take a bite. Uh, natural one. Ooh. Hits. <laughs> Wait, what? <laughs> <laughs> Roll to confirm that natural one. Uh, that's an 18. Yeah. Uh, okay, so he just misses. Nothing fancy. Um, so from there, you hear the sudden sounds of someone grabbing their weapon, and they rush in through the hallway, and a mongrel man appears Son from of a farther uh, uh, down, closing I was wondering the why there were mongrel men on the turn order. <laughs> <laughs> well, they actually just appeared because yeah. they just was their turn. Okay. Uh, it is now uh, Lillian's turn. Um, okay, so really quick, Lillian, did she get a glimpse into what um, Luna saw while she was up there before... I mean, you because you have this empathic link, like you know that there's danger up there, and you watched Alu go up the ladder. You're not entirely sure. You know that I can hear the noises. You probably can feel Luna's feeling of being safe again. Uh, so uh-huh. you assume that either Alu interposed himself or did something to prevent her harm. So you do feel some some of her like anxieties and fear assuaged. Okay. Well, some she's pretty much with a cat. So I said some. <laughs> <laughs> Um, Lillian's going to not block the way, but go to the left of the ladder and wait, excuse me, for, um, if anything happens, anything comes down the ladder, she sees anybody, um, that looks like is going to hurt her or Luna. All right. Uh, down the hallway, you can see Errol that another mongrel man, uh, gets up to move and lines up behind his compatriot. Uh, Poe, it is your turn. Poe's going to run heroically up to a loo and then roll through these rats incurring two attacks of opportunity. Ooh. Ooh. Did you roll acrobatics for that? Yeah. The first one is 24. Uh, it's for it, both. Yeah. So you're good. Oh, Holla. Yeah. <laughs> I think it's... <laughs> It's through a speech. Yeah, it's for each additional creature. It increases it by plus two. You're clear, my friend. Yeah, that took everything. It was a full round action to run. So you probably double move. Double move. Double, double move. move. Cool, cool. Sorry. No, it's good. Uh, Alu, it is your turn. You are in melee. Your favorite position to be in. <laughs> I pull out my butt. I'm kidding. Uh, <laughs> I, I stopped before I said it. He reaches I was for just his kidding. morning star, and it's oh. not there. It um, is, but I do it's down the that. ladder on a rope because he didn't pull it and up. And I give him. a sad meow. Just... But uh, I'm gonna five foot step just north of Errol to make space for Barb. Um, I'm going to take my dagger and then stab the rat to the north. All right, go ahead and try and stab him. That does not hit. <laughs> and you do not hit the rat. You're flanking. Seven. Add two to that. <laughs> Nine? <laughs> yeah, it still doesn't hit. Damn it. I it is. I uh, did my best. <laughs> Errol, it is your turn. No, it's my turn. Oh, yeah, it's Barb's turn. Sorry, 
Barb. 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 15, 20, 25. Up the ladder. Boom. I came through the hole, and I unsheath my sword as I do that, because I can do that as I move. Indeed you can. Cool. All right. I didn't know how that worked with climbing ladders. As long as you have a, a base attack again. bonus of one or higher, like there, you're good. Pull it out as bueno. you approach the ladder. Yes. Yeah. I pull it out, and then I climb, which is m- much more difficult. And I will That's attack cool. the one that is to the west. I'm not in flanking, though, am I? Because I'm just like, nope, you are not. it's a corner. Ooh. 12 to hit? That is a miss. Dang. All right, so Barb held her turn. She just went. Errol, it is now your turn. Errol, going to take a five-foot step around, try to make a little bit of room. And he's going to attack the mongrel man that is right in front of him. Ah. Nine to hit, probably not. That's a miss, yeah. Yep. Okay. Um, yeah. That's his turn. All right, so it is the Western Sewer Rats. Actually, hold on a sec. Are these things aberrations? Mogramans aren't aberrations, are they? No, they are not. Okay. Never mind. Um, so the Western Rat goes to bite Barb. Uh, that is going to be an 18. Yeah, that hits. All right, so roll me a fortitude save, please. Hey, yikes. So first you take six points of damage. You should have good fort. Fortitude is 21. 21. So you're good. Uh, The disgusting maw of the rat's man is to wrap around your forearm. Definitely pierces your skin, but anything that's nasty through their saliva doesn't manage to get through. Next, the northern one goes and tries to attack Poe. That's an 18 to hit, Poe. He whacks me. And go ahead and roll me that fortitude save, please. That's four points of damage. Uh, nine. Nine. You feel just kind of disgusting, uh, and you're not really sure what happened, but whatever just bit you definitely did some bad stuff, and we'll find out about it eventually. Uh, It is now (gasps) the first mongrel man's turn. He's going to take a five-foot step between all of you and he's going to swing away at Barb seeing the big brawny person uh, that will be 21 to hit oh shit yeah that's gonna hit and they hit you for 6 points of damage yeesh alright it is Lillian's turn so before you said that Lillian, where she is, could see Errol, where the Mongrelman is now, could she see the Mongrelman? So the ladder kind of goes up, and mm-hmm. it, and everyone's kind of on like a higher shelf. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's open there, but it's just tough to see further into the shelf. So you can see right now uh, one of the sewer rats, Barb, uh, and both of the Mongrelmen as they are on the southern lip of that kind of upper level. Okay, is the rat that? Luna dead? No. It is not. But you cannot see it from that premier angle. Okay, thanks for clarifying. Um, Lillian is going to... She's going to go ahead and shoot with her crossbow. That's what she's going to do. And she got a natural one. Oh. Roll the confirm. That will be a. Do I add anything to the roll to compare? Yeah, the same as a crossbow. Yeah. Eight. Eight. 
Oh no. Oh no. <laughs> oh no. All Yikes. right. Confirmed so, fumbo. So some stuff's going to happen. Can you roll me a d10, please? <clears throat> I rolled a 10. So I'm not the biggest fan of fumble tables, and many people aren't a big fan of fumble tables. So the fumble table that I made for this game has some fun eccentricities. So you rolled a 10. Hit anyways. Somehow, Ooh. but you deal 50% of the damage. Whatever it was, you went to shoot your crossbow, missed so egregiously that it then ricocheted off a bunch of rocks and still managed to stick <laughs> straight in the face of that rat. And that would be an eight. Eight points of damage on that rat. You kill it. Oh, oh wait. That was eight, the Mongo so, Man, right? Oh, were you shooting the Mongo I Man? I was aiming for the Mongo Okay, so, yeah. eight, so you rolled an eight, so only four <laughs> points of damage, too. So that's my oh, fault. Oh, okay. So there you go. So yeah, you managed to like hit him right in the shoulder. Um, it is now the further back mongrel man's turn. So what he's going to do is he is going to go ahead and swing at Errol. Natural twenty. Oof, miss. <laughs> Oof. <laughs> Sorry, I can a, relate to. Roll to confirm. Thirteen uh, on the confirm. Oh, so no. you got lucky there. Just a little bit of exploding dice. Ooh, wasn't a six. Uh, <laughs> uh, that's five points of damage. Okay. All right, Poet, it's your turn now. I am going to use my move action to draw my short sword. Can I use it to draw both my short swords or just one? Uh, yeah, I believe if you're drawing, you can draw. Okay. I mean, because you're also their one-handed weapon, so you just go... And then I'm going to use my attack action to attack the northern rat. Flanking. Flanking. And I get a higher than adjusted 20. Oh, yeah. Yeah, you hit him. And then I do five damage. Five damage. Was All that right. including snake attack? Yes. Nice. Um, and it is, he's still up. That concludes my turn. Oh, <laughs> you're not going to two-handed attack? Uh, that's a full round? Yeah. And I used oh. my move action to draw? My bad. Sorry. I, that's all right. That's my fault. I, you should have been like, sounds good. And <laughs> Okay. Alu, um, it is your turn you again. say so, dear. All right. I'm going to attack that same rat uh, that just attacked Poe. Stinking rat. Yeah. I'll, I'll, I'll take that. That'll play. 22. What are you hitting him with? Uh, dagger. Sorry. Dagger. No, you're good. Um, 22. That hits. Yeah. Uh, that is four points of damage. All right, and you stick him through. He yeah. is dead. Yeah. All right, Barbara, it's your turn. One sec. I Hello? also want a five-foot step into his space now that I killed him. All right, yeah. Nice. Go ahead and step over his corpse. Sure oh. will. <laughs> <laughs> and he'll just, like... <laughs> yeah, I start, I start it needing it. He does it. Oh. Oh, he's playing oh. with his food. Pull out a fork and knife. <laughs> <laughs> um... Barb is going to turn to the Mogrelman on the east side, and I believe I am flanking, and I'm oh, going to yeah. give him the old whack with the Fire Giant's crit sword. Uh-oh. This are never good words. Yeah. That'll do something. 22. That's a hit. All right. <laughs> Let's do some math. Okay. That looks... Good. That is 18 points of damage. <laughs> 18 points of damage. And you cut off his head. And I will 
move into his space. <laughs> Just everybody. <laughs> and step on his dead body. Dancing on corpses. <laughs> Actually, uh, yeah, that is what I will do. All right, Errol, it is your turn. Okay. Um, I'm going to swing at the second mongrel man. Um, 14 to hit. That's a hit. Ooh, okay. Ah, minimum damage. Uh, three points of damage. Three points of damage. He's still up and kicking. Okay. Um, yeah, I'm going to stay there. All right. Uh, it is now the Eastern Sewer Rat's turn. It's going to try. Um, he's actually he already bit, and he sees that he's gotten something into Poe. He's going to go and try to bite a loo. Um, 16 to hit. Hits exactly. Oh, go ahead and roll me that fortitude save. Oh, lucky bounce. Um, I believe that. Wow. Yeah, 26. 26? You're good. (laughs) (laughs) You take five points of damage, though. I'll take it. All right, Lillian, it is your turn. Okay, so... Um, at the risk of being obnoxious, I feel like Lillian wants to climb up the ladder, see the rat that bit Luna, and just punch him in the face. Okay, that that rat is dead, but you're welcome to do the that. The one on the left? Uh, the one on the, the one that Alu is now standing on top of. Oh, was, on that, was the that, one that bit him? Oh, okay. But you can well, still punch him. Yeah, I feel like she sees a rat and she's punch it in the face. You're going to do an unarmed strike? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> to the rat in the face. Do it. <laughs> Tonight's my night. So add that strength modifier. That super sweet high strength modifier. Mm, yeah, that's a minus one. <laughs> so I get a an adjusted one. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you, you just don't manage to punch that rat. Uh, it is the it is the mongrel man's turn. And he is going to first see if he can get away from Errol and from Barb. Uh, does not. So he moves out of his space trying to run, but you both get attacks of opportunity. <laughs> Actually, Barb doesn't. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh. Just Errol. 16 to hit. Uh, that is a hit. Eleven points of damage, and you Alex? manage to cut him down yes. right as he turns tail to run. Nice. And you are That's out of combat. Uh, we still got that. We got the rat. Oh, oh you are still in combat. It's just a mash. <laughs> you, you, you said it. Yeah, I'm sure five legendary heroes <laughs> won't <laughs> fare well against this rat. Uh, it Give is, him help, Poe. Yeah, it's Poe's turn. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> five foot step to flanking and stab two weapon fighting the first one probably misses the second one gets a a 21 gets a 21 uh so yeah that's a hit and does seven damage and kills him exactly and now you're out of combat (laughs) so was the last rat is felled by the blade of your in-house fox in house box. Yeah, you you see that you're now in this room that you all haven't really taken any time to notice as of yet. Uh, it is pretty bare bones, just kind of this bare stone, uh, that iron ladder that led up 
into the top. Uh, there's a hallway that leads to the east. In the hallway, you can make out uh, kind of a barrier that you assume uh, the mongrel men were standing behind. And then a doorway. The doorway is filled with an iron door. Uh, the half, the top half of that iron door has bars on it. Oh, so you can see through it. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to take a look at these two mongrel men to see if they have anything on their person. So they just have kind of the standard mongrel man stuff. However, one of them does have a, a key ring. Ooh. And on that key ring is just this kind of old iron looking key. And a plus one morning star. <laughs> <laughs> Get some melee weapons for uh, a loo. It, and it says, inscribed on Morningstar, to my son, never lose this. Oh. <laughs> Chief soul. Oh. What are the chances another one? <laughs> <laughs> How many sons does he have? <laughs> <laughs> they aren't doing well. <laughs> um, as Errol's searching, uh, this whole time I've had Luna kind of under my uh, chest piece, so I kind of pull it open, grab Luna. It's like, there you go, little one. You are now safe. And Luna flies over and lands on Lillian's shoulders, and she kind of shakes off her feathers uh, after puffs up a bit and then settles back down. Okay, I'm gonna try to fix her. <laughs> okay. <laughs> like, snip, make snip like or... a little. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> Since you're down. <laughs> oh. I'm gonna make a little, a little like wing splint <laughs> she did fly oh. over to you oh. <laughs> nevertheless <laughs> she pulls out a toothpick she's overprotective <laughs> yeah i'm gonna go ahead and put her in my little in my little pocket belt cage thing that i'm hanging off and just tuck her in my cloak well what's that syndrome where you like you make a loved Stockholm? one. No, it's the one where you like <laughs> make a loved one like injured so you can take care of them. Oh, Munchausen. Oh, Munchausen. Is that Munchausen? By proxy. By proxy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> Just like feel like you have that with Luna. Just <laughs> <laughs> go and check out what's up this ladder, Luna. Yeah. Oh, my poor bird. <laughs> Everyone take feel care of bad you. for me. <laughs> no. Now you can never leave me. Exactly. <laughs> oh. Sad. Okay. Sorry. <laughs> And after I collect the sympathies from all my friends... No, I'm just kidding. Um, yeah, put Luna away, give her some food, try to fix her up, make her comfortable. And then where was the door that you said? It's at the far end far of the hallway far? that goes to the, the east. I'm going right. to move to investigate that. I'm, I'm going to follow Errol. As you walk up, Errol, you can kind of see through some of the iron bars, um, and it looks like it goes into a much larger room, though it is tougher to kind of make out what is beyond. Um, okay. Reveal I'm going to try the handle, see if it's locked. You want me to it uh, is locked. Okay. check it for traps or anything? No, I'm going to okay. use the key ring. Send it. <laughs> <laughs> also, does this bite look infected? Oh, right, right, right. I guess. Can I do like a heel yeah, I'll check? Do a, you can do a heel check. check. What yeah. he's looking like? Not good. Shot. I got a twenty-three heel. Twenty-three heel. I'll probably do it. What everyone else get? Fourteen. <laughs> Nothing worth mentioning. Yeah, same. All right. Um. So, Errol, you identify it as like 
kind of knowing the animal and kind of knowing what the wound looks like. It looks like he's going to contract filth fever <gasps> in the next one to three days. No. Oh, no. Mate, you got filth fever. Well. And I don't like how the GM called you an animal. I don't like. <laughs> yeah, that's messed up, by the way. <laughs> I said it was the sewer rat. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Well, filth fever. Classic. Classic, Classic filth fever. Okay. Uh, then I'm going to try the key ring in this uh, locked gate door. As you put it in the door, you turn it and you hear the ka-chunk of the sound of the tumblers moving out of the way. And you suddenly kind of hear this low kind of whistle come through. It's distorted and it seems far and it just... fades off in the background. Um, I would say I will quietly head that direction, but <laughs> <laughs> I have heavy armor. It doesn't work that way. So hey, Luna. Gonna... Yeah. Oh. <laughs> hey, Luna, how are you feeling? Hey, um, <laughs> I do have a question about when we do our heal checks, it, do we happen to know like, what would help filth fever? What would cure it? You wouldn't probably need like um, a healer's kit to help remove the disease, or uh, you can have a remove disease spell that also helps. Um, I rub usually. some dirt in it. He also has the yeah. ability to keep rolling fortitude saves, and if those fortitude saves, if he passes two of them consecutively, he uh, fights it off. That's how I fought it off before. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So those Tell are kind of the next time dimensions. to do that. I think it's like every morning. Rad. It depends. Once yeah. the onset takes place, though. But you're uh, not sure. It's at one to three days that you're not really sure of yet. I see. Oh. So, uh, guys, I've been told that I run from stuff. And so I think I, we should overcome that stigma and go back through that hole. And it has nothing to do with running from this creepy whistler. <laughs> Just saying. Do we want to heal at all? Um, I have. I was going to ask Barb. You took a couple of hits. Do you want some healing? Uh, Question mark? Yes, please. Exclamation mark. (laughs) (laughs) So I'll do a lay on hands. Uh, Three points of healing. Need more? Um, Trying to think of how much I have that I could heal. Uh, I can heal eight more. Okay. And a four, so seven points of healing total take that yeah let's go with that let's let's do that for now so errol as you walk into the room let me give you a little bit of a what's going on around you so you see that this is a rather large chamber it must have once been a cistern for the sewer system walls made of identical stone blocks hold up a lofty ceiling reinforced with elegant stone arches while the center of the room contains a more recent looking structure made of brick walls that reach from floor to ceiling and they seem to twist and turn and are rather unnaturally laid out. How tall did you say the walls and the ceiling were? It's about 10 feet or so okay. tall. So kind of standard. Okay. Yeah, but all those walls, those kind of strange turning walls in front of you do reach floor to ceiling. Yeah. <sighs> I feel like they were testing rats in this maze. Is there cheese on the other end? <laughs> what do you do in this room? Okay. 
<laughs> For those of you at home, there's a maze. <laughs> it's just really into metagaming, only relative to the map right now. <laughs> I like to comment on it. Okay. Uh, I'm going to kind of move around and from the whistling that I heard, could I tell that it was coming from like kind of inside the maze, like reverberating off the walls and kind yeah, of. It was coming the through the, the okay. cages of the door, the okay. bars of the door. Okay. William's uh, going to pee in this nook. <laughs> the old squat and wiggle. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All right. Um, yeah, so I'll do kind of a quick, like, once over of the room before kind of thinking about going into the opening. So mm-hmm. uh, perception 10. Yeah, so Anything as you walk notice? around the room, you notice that the to the left, the walls seem to run into uh, a hard stone foundation and to the right the wall is dead end but against uh, a wall of brick so the only way that it seems to navigate whatever these strange winding stone structures are is in front of you okay so lillian is gonna rub her hands together and do some detect magic inside not the nook where she just peed but (laughs) once she can see a little bit farther there's some definite magic coming off of that that nook uh but there's some definite magic also coming out of that structure (laughs) (laughs) and alu would do the same thing with detect evil you detect evil with our powers combined we We can metagame appropriately Uh, justifying metagaming. <laughs> and as Poe said, he definitely <laughs> wants to not go through this. So let's go through it. All right, Poe, go first. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> <laughs> so I just want to point out that last time we went into a confined space, we got rather injured. Maybe, just throwing this out there, we should maybe make like a trap and hang out out here and throw rocks and stuff in there and see if we can lure him out. Can you we know? Can we make a trap? Do we have stuff to make traps? Or at least like a human slash player trap where we just sit here with our yeah, swords like, and get hey, ready to prepare. stab it. What if we whistled back? <gasps> I love that idea. <laughs> <laughs> now it just sounds like there's wind in the cave. Uh, but it sounds like a western that? wind. It's like shaving a haircut two bits. We do that. We do the shave and the haircut part. And then we wait. And throw rocks. <laughs> Anybody got a dart? <laughs> Jeez. Uh, no, but really, we're going to do that. Um, Get into position. This is... is that little bunny foo-foo? This is my position. <laughs> I call it. <laughs> and... I think it's Alouette, though. Oh. L- oh. Lillian, I feel like you might get shot right there. Maybe you should. Hello. Yeah, that Who's out there? Okay. Hello. Announcing presence. I Always announce our presence tactic. at the entrance, so that no one else gets like shot. So, Alu recognizes this song. Yeah. And does the response. And Alu's a little confused right now, if you can imagine. You know, Lillian just detected magic. I detected evil just generally in that presence. Um, so he's a little bit suspicious and lets the group know. Um, Be on your guard. I recognize this song, but I sense evil. I don't understand. Do uh, evil people usually not know that song? But can you give us some history? <laughs> like an- you look confused. <laughs> 
Do you have an evil family member? Yeah, what's... You got some story here? I feel like this is an opportunity. No, I... I, I don't. Unless there's somebody that I do not know. And then I call out again. What languages do you speak, Alu? I speak a couple. Um, Flange. Common, of course. <laughs> For one. <laughs> uh, hold on, I gotta find that real quick. Oh, cat folk. Yeah. Does those do? Of course. Yeah. Does anyone speak abyssal? I do. Oh. You all hear this guttural sound in your head. And none of you can quite make it out, but Errol just hears little bird. And it kind of rings throughout your mind. And he hears that and he says that out loud. Little bird. Lillian's hand goes to her cage. (laughs) Protecting Luna. Harold's going to start making his way through. Why'd you say little bird? Why did you say that? (laughs) I must know. Uh, Lou's going to follow suit just out of curiosity with the song alone. All right. We're going. I'm going to follow along. Lillian follows. Errol, as you round that corner, this horrifying, demonic creature comes out and goes to attack you with his claws and his mouth. Roll for initiative. Oh, oh. no. How could we have known an evil creature was going to pop out? <laughs> well, you didn't even bother to stop and perceive. <laughs> <laughs> Shit. <laughs> that doesn't seem like it's an Alex problem. Yeah, that's fair. I would like you all to know, listeners included, that Lillian's initiative was the first to be entered into Roll20. <laughs> uh, and you got a 15. Yep. Nice. I feel like I stole your thunder because I announced yours. You can announce mine if you want. <laughs> <laughs> well, yours is better than mine, so it's still stealing my thunder. <laughs> She's so good at you it, You got though. a 20. Woo-hoo. Ah, 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 ah. Thunder. <laughs> I was right. where you're going with that. Yeah. I thought he just like heard his. All right. So <laughs> first, <laughs> this creature reaches out from the shadows and goes to claw, claw, bite. Miss, miss, miss. So miss. Uh, twenty-two. Yeah. Hit. <laughs> Damn it. So that's five points of damage, and then goes to grab you with its mouth. Uh, natural 20. And to confirm, natural 19. Oh, oh my shit. goodness. So go ahead and pull out one of those sweet cards you got there. Let's uh, see what uh, happens. I respectfully decline. Can you put that dice in dice jail? <laughs> no. <laughs> okay. Uh, what kind of damage is it? It is piercing. Piercing. Double damage. And target sickened for 2d4 rounds for fortitude negates. All right. So what is the fortitude based off of? Is it just... I think it's the the confirming roll. Okay. So the confirming roll was 23. So first, let's do some stuff here. Let's double damage. So that is nine points of damage. And then go ahead and roll that fortitude save for me, please. Okay. 
Ooh, natural 20 on the fortitude, so oh. it's a 26. So you pass. Okay. <laughs> but that brings me right to zero, so I'm staggered. Yes, you are standing there. Uh, Barb, it is now your turn. Oh, boy. Okay. Well, I will pull out my sword, and I will enter rage. Real low-key. Low-key rage. That's a nat 18. So Barb's just behind Errol and is going to go ahead because she can around the corner attack. Yep, I will be attacking from around the corner. 26. 26, that's a hit. Cool. All right. Oh, that is... 13. 21. And you see this thing bite its... Like sink its teeth into the neck of Errol, and Errol, as it pulls its fangs back, sits there about to topple over, and you come in and you stab it straight through the chest, ripping out its heart, and it falls down dead. Oh, whoa! Just barb things. <laughs> <laughs> Poe, it is in, your turn. In cursive. Let me peek my head around. Is it dead? It doesn't matter. Guys, this is a bad idea. <laughs> okay, new plan. I got eight seconds to say this. Six, I'm going to walk out six, here. Six seconds. Six seconds to say this. I'm going to walk out here, bring all the baddies, and I'm sticking with my guns. Okay. Narrow spaces are bad. <laughs> okay, you take a minus four because you're not proficient with guns. Sticking with oh, your guns. Oh, yeah, that's true. That's uh, true. Uh, I, I accept that. We're all having fun. Pause for edit. Yeah. <laughs> Ouch. Woody can finally use that sirenscape. Womp, womp, yeah. womp. Can I? Can I? Can I? <laughs> no. Uh, <laughs> I'm going to play it anyway. Uh, um, dang it. <laughs> can I hold a standard action after moving? Uh, yes, you can. Prepare. prepare. Yeah, you can ready. Ready. Ready in action, yeah. I'm going to ready in action. And is that an if-then statement similar to 5e? Yes. If... A baddie comes close enough. I'm not going to do anything because I didn't draw my sword. All right. Uh, it is a lose <laughs> turn. <laughs> um, so seeing Errol pretty much almost get knocked unconscious, I'm going to lay on hands on him too. I assume I can do that around the corner. Yep. Okay. Yeah, you can reach him. A solid one point of health yeah. of healing. I, I guess I didn't realize we were going to stay in turn order. Yeah. Oh, okay. There might be something else at play here. Because I probably would have moved forward. No, not going to. All right, I'm getting that look. That's fair. <laughs> um, and then can I still do like a perception You uh, drew your sword. That's a move equivalent action. Ah, that's fair. So, but you can five foot step on top of my life. No, I'm not lifeless. I'm <laughs> Why would disabled. I not five foot step on top of the dead body like we have been doing? No, it's all right. Aloof, you got this. Can I do a, what would a perception check count as? Is that just normally an action? Uh, no, you can do that for free. Okay, yeah, I'll just do a perception check to see if there's what anything. Is this, 5e? <laughs> yeah, or just see if I can hear anything else. Yeah, go ahead and perceive. Okay. I probably don't. I think it's a seven. Yeah, so you Sad don't. trombone. So, yeah, you don't hear anything. Okay. All right, uh, Lillian, it is your turn. Okay, so we determined that. Well, I guess uh, detect magic is a spell, so that would be an action. Uh, she's just interested in whether or not the magic came from this being that just struck Errol. Um, if she detects magic, is there any way she can know? 
Um, no, you would have to do uh, a check. You'd have to actually do a knowledge planes check to figure out what it was. I will do that. Knowledge planes? Yep. Um, 19. 19. So it is a dretch. Uh, it is a demon. And with a 19, I'll give you two useful pieces of information. So what do you want to know? I would like to know if the magic that I was sensing was coming from that being. Uh, at, at the very least, uh, he was one of the things that was producing magic, yes. Okay, so there's magic aside from... Uh, you don't know, because you have to kind of focus okay. on it and get the cast uh, that, and it would take an action. Um, an action, can so, I take that action? Yes, you can. Yes. So uh, it is not the only thing that is producing magic in this room. Okay. You don't know from where, but you, you sense magic coming from elsewhere. Okay, and then the second thing is, I guess I would like to know... Um, Maybe what he's doing here, if I can. Uh, I mean that that information you wouldn't. It's more about like the the physiology of like you've you've met a dretch before, and so it's kind of okay. relying on your previous knowledge of dretches. So like okay. I can tell you immunities, I can tell you resistances, I can tell you um, its movement stuff like that. Let's go with resistance. So it has uh, resistance uh, against acid, <laughs> cold, and fire ten. Okay. Woof. All right. I'm going to communicate what I know about this creature to the group. All right. Uh, Errol, it is your turn. Okay. Well, I am no longer disabled. I am at one hit point. (laughs) Um, And he's going to reach for his holy symbol of Ray and cast an empowered cure light wounds on himself. Uh, so that's three, and then an extra fifty percent. So four, four. <laughs> that was <laughs> the worst. That was the worst. So Errol, you cast that, and then right next to you, this hole opens up underneath, and this other dretch appears right next to you, and it goes to swing. Uh, that's a sixteen to hit. Miss. Another sixteen. So he, so he appears, and he goes to claw, claw, bite, and he misses you both times. Oof. Are these things aberrations? Uh, they are. Yes. Uh, no, they are not. I'm sorry. They're small outsiders. Oh. <laughs> oh. Um, so they, they seem like aberrations. I'm going to treat them as such. It's Barb's turn. <laughs> I will step on top of his friend's dead body. <laughs> And just respectfully, still <laughs> no, enraged. Not at all. So I'll give. She him grinds her heel <laughs> in his skull. She's gonna teabag him like Call of Duty. <laughs> <laughs> I am not a ten-year-old. Good God! But I'm still gonna do it because he's so good. Uh, and that's a five-foot step, just for future reference. Yikes! Man, math is hard today. Sixteen. Sixteen. That's a hit. Wait. That was a lie. <laughs> Why don't you just keep going? Thanks, Maury. I know. You already sold it. it. Ah, it was a 14. 14? 
distance still ahead. Oh, thank As God. As you like try to like sense where his AC is. Wait, Not 13, 15. No, wait, that was a 12. No, wait, no, that was a 14. <laughs> Stop it. That was impressive. <laughs> um, that's a math. 18 damage. 18 damage, and you managed to kill this new one as well. And I can still move. Yeah. Uh, okay. No, you can no, do a five-foot five step. step. Damn it. You can do a move equivalent so you can teabag. <laughs> <laughs> Stop saying that. <laughs> Hi, Mom. Uh, I'm just going to I'm gonna prepare that for later. <laughs> the teabag? Ready, ready the action. I'm going to ready that action the, the for trigger is when we a win bigger the match. baddie. Yeah. Exactly. I'll type G-G-E-Z into the into When the we win chat. the match on book seven of this adventure yeah. path. Oh, man. All right. It is Poe's turn. Poe, you were like, everyone follow me. Now you're still waiting out there. (laughs) (laughs) Guys? Guys? No, I'm raging. Okay. Uh, Free action. Come on, Poe. Yeah. Wow. That's bad. That's pretty good. Wait, is that your rage voice? (laughs) That's my rage voice. Can that be, like, legit? Can we keep that? (laughs) I'll work on it. I'll throw, like, five other voices in there. None of them Russian. I'm <laughs> watching. <laughs> I'm going to move here and then ready in action. So, Poe, as you round the corner. Uh, oh, yeah, and I draw my sword as I walk. <laughs> <laughs> Both of them. Oh, you're, you're fine, but you see another dretch sitting just on the other side of that corner waiting. Um, you, he doesn't move to attack you, uh, but it is now a loose. T- oh, I mean, I guess how far did you move? probably have movement left if you want to attack. I moved. You are right there. Oh, you're saying that... Yeah, you see this creature yeah. appear right in front so of you. I, I did not do a double move. I just okay. did a single move. Then, yeah, you can attack if you like. Ew. I don't know why you're hiding. Ponzi. <laughs> oh, but I stab it and I miss. I'm not a flower. I shouldn't talk shit because then I miss. <laughs> so sorry. I apologize. Uh, Alu, it is your turn. So I'm going to move on the dead other dead body of the dretch. Need it ever so <laughs> subtly. And then um, I'm going to hold my action. I think or unless can I actually hit the dretch for a minute? I don't uh, think no, I can. you wouldn't be able to now. Okay. Um just get into melee range. Yeah. <laughs> well, I don't think I can without incurring attack of opportunity, right? Because I have to through move yeah, through post yeah, base. It was just a, it was a you bad may joke. Incur an don't do that. What? Okay. Don't go into melee range. Uh, well, as I pass Errol, I'll ask again. How are you doing? Do you need a little bit more healing? Yeah, I could use a bit. All right. I'll do <laughs> my second to last lay on hands. Great. Four points of healing. And that'll be it. Doing better. All right. Thanks, Mike. Lillian, it is your turn. Okay, Lillian's going to go up to Errol and... Oops. You guys are also supportive. <laughs> yeah. And offer a potion of Cure Light Wounds. Do you need this? Uh, He'll, he'll kind of, like, wave you off. Like, he's kind of, like, taking a knee from that, like, being disabled. And so he's kind of, like, yeah, struggling, but he's he's doing pretty well. And he, he saw some magical healing. So. All right, Errol, it is your turn. 
uses his free action to say that. And then... <laughs> <laughs> I think I'm going to do another Empowered Cure Light. Right. Yeah. Yeah, let's do it. Here we go. I'm using a different D8 because that one can go to hell. There's two in hell now. <laughs> I know. Natural one on the <laughs> D8, so four more points of healing. I'm just... All right, it is now the other Dretch's turn. He's going to go... I'm going to move. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to move there. All right. Um, I, went, I went 10 feet north. Do you want to describe where you moved? Yeah, perfect. Yep. 10 feet north, past Barb. All right, it is now the other Dretch's turn. He will five-foot step to get right in front of Poe. He's going to try to go to town. And then realize the road is blocked because of Poe. Not go to town. Um, oh, I see. Uh, uh, 18 to hit. Uh, tie. Tie. So it hits you. Of course it does. It was a tie. <laughs> Five points of damage. <laughs> tie goes to the house. Tie goes to oh, against natural one. Travis. Uh, that doesn't hit. <laughs> uh, and that's a 13 to confirm. That also doesn't hit. Your first one did five points of damage? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. And then let's see what happens. Ten. So. Hits uh, anyway. He hits anyways. Uh, nice. Who made that stupid fumble table? <laughs> <laughs> I loved it before. Now I hate it. <laughs> 50% damage though. Uh, yeah. Yes. So it does one point of damage. Ow. And uh, he gets to continue to attack too because he managed to hit you. He tries to sink his teeth into you. Uh, misses. I'm with an 11 I assume. I slap uh, his face. Ew. <laughs> Barb, it is your turn. I'll keep moving in the maze past Errol. And I will just slowly move until you tell me something pops up. Yeah, you keep moving through the maze and you see it kind of winding and turning. Uh, you're not really running into anything. All right, now I got to count. <laughs> <laughs> five, uh, five, 10, 15, 20, 25, 30. And I will continue to move. Yeah, I, I mean, right. you still haven't seen anything yet. It's all clear. Keep moving. It's not all clear. <laughs> I disagree. <laughs> Sense motive. <laughs> all right. And uh, I've made it out of the maze into the hallway that's just on the outside of the maze. Yeah, so you managed to get through the maze, and you see that the brick walls kind of fall away, and there is a rock tunnel that continues towards the east and just from where you're standing you can see that it continues onwards for at least 20 to 30 feet further um poet is your turn guys i'm not blinking i don't like this and i go to stab it with my left hand which is my dominant hand and get a 19 to hit that's a hit and i do useless amount of damage five that's not useless that's true that was surprisingly good and then i get a better roll than i did last time for my second attack now useless one point of damage (laughs) and then i'm going to overcome my fear and disdain for nasty things in my mouth and i'm going to try to bite it and uh, i don't do so good i get a 10. 10, yeah, you miss with that. It's because, ew, I knew it, I knew it. I shouldn't try to buy things. <laughs> I stick with my with my instincts. Ew. Alu, it is your turn. 
Uh, if I were to shoot through post space, you can do so. Uh, he does get partial cover, which just increases uh, his AC. Minus four. It's, minus. it's plus four to his ACs, but it's, it's basically minus four okay. to what you're shooting. Uh, I'll do that. Um, so I'll draw my bow and try to hit it. Oh, son of a... Ten. Ten? Um, yeah, you, you miss it. Um, I'm going to take a... Well, actually, can I? Because I draw, drew my bow. So can I even five-foot step? Yeah. yeah. yeah okay, I'll five-foot step back. Yeah, because it's just move equivalent. Yeah, so I just went north one space. All right, it is uh, Lillian's turn. Uh, technical question. What does HD refer to? Hit dice. High definition. Hit dice. <laughs> <Yep>. <laughs> Huge dong. <laughs> you look in it. doesn't it even have a dong. <laughs> yeah. Huge dong. I support that. On that flashback, I forgot to mention that Poe was completely shirtless, just yes. for the listeners at home. I mean, he's still completely shirtless, isn't he? <laughs> he yes. Is. yes. Stocking Johnson & Johnson with all the baby oil he yeah. rubs on his glistening pecs. <laughs> I have no trail rations, but I have 12 <laughs> bottles of Johnson & Johnson baby oil. <laughs> this episode. Not too bad. Not sponsored. Yeah, but say cease and desist from... <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Gotta sell something on eBay. <laughs> um... All right. You know what? I don't think that it's worth a spell. Feels like people have kind of got these. Got <laughs> these just getting creatures torn apart. Everyone's like, bag. "Well, yeah, that was Barb's easy. going down the maze." <laughs> yeah. See you later, Fox Boy. Yeah. <laughs> Lillian's going to do the same thing. She's like, pats him on the back as she passes him. You got this. <laughs> okay, and she's going to head on down the maze as well. Head on down the road. Pee in all the nooks. Moving on down. Marking your territory as you go. Why are you getting all this water to drink? Right? <laughs> she, she's, she's just casting just, create water. Yeah. And she's not she's even. In her she's bladder. just like <laughs> peeing like a couple drops and then stop. <laughs> and then keep going. Marking your territory. It's not healthy yep. to stop There's and two start. animals in our Such group. control. <laughs> exactly. Errol, it is your turn. <laughs> oh, thank you. Uh, I can't do anything. <laughs> Tight spaces. They are. Fun for all. Um. <laughs> it's almost like you had time to think about this during everyone else's turn. No, that's stupid. He's going to <laughs> move, move up quips. behind Poe. Yay! Put a hand on him and cast Virtue. Uh, whoa. You get one temporary hit point. Yay! <laughs> Make sure it's temporary. I don't want you to see you that's racking those up. Is that a cantrip? Yeah, it's a cantrip. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say, well, don't use a spell. And, then he, and as he does it, he says, go away, mate. I got this. Thanks. <laughs> Just in case he hits you. <laughs> All right. Because uh, he probably will. <laughs> he might. Uh, so it is now the Dretch's turn again. And I need <laughs> Poe to roll a will save, please. Oh, uh, no. I got a 15. Uh, 15. You're all right. Basically, it looks at you and its eyes start glowing red. And like its maw seems to get larger. And you feel this wave of fear roll over you. But you manage to push it back. Uh, and you are 
fine. Close your mouth. Harv, <laughs> <laughs> it is it is your turn. <laughs> Must be the filthy. I'm going to I'm going to yell back <laughs> to them. It's it's all clear over here. <laughs> I'm done raging now. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, I'm gonna delay an action just in case <laughs> when Travis kills this dredge, we're still in turn order. <laughs> Good news, everybody! All right, Poe, it's your turn. All right. I'm less angry on the other side. <laughs> I'm going to do my full round action. My first stab is measly and misses. My second stab is equally measly. Not equally, but also. And then my bite is more decent. It's a 14. Hit. Oh, get, him. get it. Rip his fucking throat out. Whoa. Oh, I got a four. <laughs> and you bite him back. Yeah. Now I'm going to say nothing. And I'm going to five foot step <laughs> around the corner. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Alu, it is your turn. All right. I'm going to take another shot through barrel space. Hopefully not get a natural one. Oh, my goodness. It was kind of close. It was another 10, so I missed. All right. Uh, Lillian, it is your turn. Uh, stand up and shake a little. I stand up and I shake a little. <laughs> and that was after I peed. <laughs> um, okay, so I'm actually, I think I'm going to catch up with Barb. Hey, girlfriend. Okay. <laughs> All right, so everyone's hanging out. Just ignoring. <laughs> yeah, right. Oh, Errol, it is your turn. He's going to take a five-foot step forward and swing at the dretch. Oh, yeah. 17 hit. That's a hit. Oh, just died. Oh. Ah. Three points of damage. Three points of damage. He's still oh. hanging on. Uh-oh. Yeah. Uh, it is the Dretch's turn again. and He is going to go full out. Miss. Uh, 19? Uh, you said these weren't aberrations? They are not. Okay. <laughs> that hits exactly. Are you sure? Are you sure they are an aberration? It's a tie, so Travis loses. Uh, yes, but so <laughs> Travis gets hit. <laughs> uh, four points of damage. Okay. Uh, natural one. And then an 18 for the confirm. Oh, that is a miss. Oh, my goodness gracious bum, bum. me, oh my. Let's see how this all goes, shall we? Uh, a three. Ooh. Leave yourself open. So for the next three rounds... The dretch basically went to go bite at you, missed entirely, and like it kind of went over end over end, and now it's way easier to hit. Minus two to its AC for the next three rounds. Sweet. Nice. Barb, it is your turn. You got this, guys. I'm just going to like sharpen Everyone get a my plus sword. <laughs> Secret <laughs> bard traits. <laughs> All right. Uh, Joke's on you. It's bard the bar. Oh. oh. We'll edit it out. Stop it's okay. It. Uh, Poet is your turn. It was pretty poor. Where does he come up with it? <laughs> Thanks for coming, Arrow. I'll come help out. And then I will acrobatically come into oh, this shit. area. Roll that acrobatics. And... Uh, will not do as great, uh -oh. but it's still pretty good. 18. You're good. 
and then I will stab it. Still not flanking, but I got a 19. Hit. Yeah. And then it, according, it says 19 to 20 is a critical. Then that is a critical. Roll, I got a roll critical. Roll the, roll the roll confirm. confirm. Oh, man. Not great. Six. Six. So you do miss, but you do have exploding dice. So if you roll max, you get to roll again. I thought that was only a natural 20. Oh, that's fair. Thank yeah. you. You're good. He just does normal damage. Exactly Sorry. what I want. Sorry. <laughs> Five. Five. He is looking pretty bad, but he's still up. Uh, Alu, it is your turn. Come on. Come on. I'm going to try again with my longbow. I'm just rolling each d20 I have in hopes of double digits. (laughs) I am not joking. I've rolled three different (laughs) dice, threes every time. Well, then you should hold on to the same dice. I mean, statistically, it all doesn't matter because that's just how it goes. Lillian, it is your turn. (laughs) You're hanging out with Barb at the far end of the cavern. She's sharpening her sword. Um, yeah, I'm going to say you got this, guys. And then I have a... Does that count as an aid? No. <laughs> oh. of, of visual, what would you call this, qualification, I guess, for a spell, means that they have to be insight at the time. Yes. Right? Well, what, so what is the spell you're trying to use? I was just thinking I've been tossing back and forth cause fear. And yeah, you have to see them. You sure. have to look at them. Well, most of my spells pretty much all have a visual component, so I wasn't sure if they had to be in sight at the time that I cast it. Okay. Yep. That's. Yes, they do. I'm gonna, um, you know, I'm gonna hold an action in case anything comes out at me, but I'm not really. Sounds good. Anticipating it. Errol, it is your turn. Swinging. Uh, 17 to hit. 17 hits. Please. You uh, you kill it. Nine points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> it has one, po- one hit point left. Nope, nine points of damage. <laughs> <laughs> and you kill it outright. And you find that because of the forward scout team, uh, it seems as though there isn't anything else to fight at the moment. <laughs> he. I want everybody to know that I just, I burped and my dice rolled. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's weird, that's right? That's an excessive burp. That's, Is that like a yeah. witch thing? I don't know. I, I'm just finding a this out. It's, a witch! It's one of her hexes. Burp and roll. It rolled a seven, so. Uh, well, you're only low level. As you go higher, <laughs> that effect stacks. The larger the burp, the Fair higher enough. the roll. Eventually, you can do whirlwind damage. Uh, <laughs> all right. Is there anything on these dretches? Uh, no, actually, as you slay them, uh, they like kind of disappear into this uh, like brine stone, brimstone smoke. Mm. Brine stone. <laughs> mm. 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 Well, shall we continue? <laughs> <laughs> that was weird. That was weird. Good times, everybody. I'm not good at segues. So I think all three of us will kind of. <laughs> I'm going to be pretty cautious in perceiving as we go because I can't see where Lillian or Barb have run off to. They've kind of snaked their way through the rest of the labyrinth. Over the last, like, I want to say, I don't know, 18 seconds, they keep saying it's okay. (laughs) (laughs) Follow our voice. (laughs) Yeah, you you make it through uh, the maze-like structure, uh, and there is that tunnel that continues easterly. And Errol shows up and sees Lillian and Barb and... 
drinking our mimosas. Yeah, oh, like, you oh, made mimosas. it. <laughs> Did you have any for them? <laughs> so do dredges know how to whistle? Oh. Great question. So, mm-hmm. so you I think that's me... covered in the uh, knowledge planes check. <laughs> uh, well, you can roll another knowledge planes and I can tell you. I don't know much about planes, so can just I, a question. Or... What about knowledge nature? Uh, you kind of learned... So what you I roll? learned what I learned. So you, okay, I mean, you rolled a nineteen. You know that dretches can't talk. Uh, they do communicate telepathically, but whistling's not talking. Were they the ones that said "little bird" to me? Can I? Uh, you would like because like she tells you that they are telepathic. Okay. You didn't. You didn't hear it. Like it was inside your own yeah, head. Yeah, yeah. Could I perceive to see if I can still hear it going on in the background? I mean, you don't. Okay. It's everything's kind of settled. I'm back gonna down. detect magic again while we're on this other side. Uh, there's. No magic. And evil? There's no evil. Hey. Okay. We, we win. Hey, uh, Lou, you want to try to whistle again? See if anything happens? Just Yeah. yeah let's so just keep alerting our presence. To you got to whistle louder, Lou. <laughs> That's not loud enough. <laughs> just joking. You don't have to. Whatever. Er- Errol <laughs> goes like this, and he like, squishes his cheeks together. <laughs> <laughs> just really getting all up in his grill. Yeah. I start growling. <laughs> <laughs> Your cat noise is going to be so on point now. Cats. <laughs> uh, so, Lillian and Errol, as you look down the tunnel, you see it stretches on for about a hundred feet um, or so. It's a little tough to make out what's beyond that hundred feet or so. I'm going to move five feet. <laughs> Perceive. <laughs> um, this bit me last time. So, well, literally. I'll be Something behind bit him. Me. I take out my then metal I'll detector. Perceive. Do you want to just continue down the hallway? So as you walk down, uh, the slurry that's kind of around your feet from the cistern gets a little deeper. Eventually, you find yourselves in sewers. Uh, the sewers look as though they are the ones that run underneath Canabras, and you find yourself just underneath the surface of the city. <gasps> oh. Hey! Oh, that's pretty cool. Should we just like bust through and forget about that bad lady? I don't know. These are sewers, and that's gross. So that <laughs> hole doesn't uh, seem so bad anymore. I'm just saying. <laughs> the smell of shit has never been so promising. Okay. Hmm. It does seem that you have found your way to the surface, though. Yes. Hmm. I mean, we're in the sewers, so like we're there. <clears throat> and that other person can go fuck themselves from last episode. I mean, they could, <laughs> but now I feel bad about leaving. Do you want to kill them? Ratmaster. We can go kill them. What you about Ratmaster? We swore revenge. That is fair. Oh, yeah. That is true. Well, do we want to continue and see what's at the end of the sewer? Maybe, like, get some stuff? I don't know. Yeah, the Heal. sewer market. <laughs> 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 Uh, People flush shit. their rings and Sewer stuff. salesman. <laughs> ah, sewer rat. I'll take two sewer dogs, please. <laughs> and some sewer cola. <laughs> What's the game on this evening? In this ah. sewer city. <laughs> Jesus. Oh, boy. Wait, <laughs> remind me of who we swore vengeance to? You yeah, swore to Chief Sewell. Chief Sewell. That we're going to kill avenge. Hosella and avenge his son. You know... But Chief we never said Soul when. He was a really decent That's true. guy. 
And we did lose. I would just morning. like. I, yeah, I was about to say. Yeah. I did lose the morning star. <laughs> <laughs> oh well. I would just like to maybe rest before oh, well. we jump into. That's the... okay. Uh, it I, is I'm like okay ten thirty in the morning. You just entered. <laughs> you How long did it take to us walk. to walk all the way past? I would like to argue it's more like noon. <laughs> what, is it, what is it called when you? Close the store down from like two to four. Siesta. 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 This is not Barcelona. Yeah. <laughs> it's Barcelona. Ba- Barcelona. Shit, it is fine. Canabreth. Alex. <laughs> <laughs> Welcome to Canabreth. Uh, all right. Fine. Alex is very strongly suggesting. I'm just. I'm just saying you can't take a long rest. <laughs> I'm, that's that's the only thing I'm saying you can do. Let's go back. Let's go back and find the bad lady. Shall we put it to a vote? Sure. Uh, I don't know. I am down. <laughs> to vote or to go? <laughs> to go back. <laughs> uh, I am also down to go. Vote? <laughs> <laughs> so where where are you all heading? You can to go get Hosella. Uh, okay. <laughs> we all just go like eight directions. <laughs> so you spend about you spend about an hour or so kind of exploring the sewers. You think you found a pretty clear path up. You, you see a ladder, and you think with the effort you put together, you probably can get Anivia and Aravashnial up there with a little bit of aid. But oh, yeah. you're hoping, kind of with your knowledge of the city, that it won't put you anywhere close to Clydewell Plaza. So. You're hopeful that that would be somewhat of an easy exit. What waits for you above? You're not entirely sure as of yet, but uh, as of right now, you you think you could probably go back and get them if you needed to. Well, do we mm. want to check it out and make sure we're not going to be like, yeah, just go up through the sewer? And well, then... I think. Well, well, when we go up, we're going to bring them with yeah, us. Last... Just gonna... That means we'd have to go back. For all we know, there's well, just yeah. a bunch I of demons up there anyway. Well, how else are they going to get and that I information anyway? I don't think anyway. we can go back without having avenged. Uh, that seems like the way to go through the adventure path. I mean, we could. I mean, we could just. <laughs> leave, I'm, I don't know. Devil's advocate. We could just leave them. Like Ratmaster was a nice guy. They might have fun, you know. They might. They might. They might so also want their. You are also back. good characters, and you're not just going to leave someone yeah. behind purposefully. Well, they just you might. might if it's a better quality of life. I am now neutral. Because that's evil. a good thing to <laughs> do. I think, I think, okay, I think Poe makes a very good argument. But I think that that girl whose name I can't remember because it was oh, a so few uh, episodes ago. Anivia? One dog? Um, <laughs> what the girl? one who had her partner was left up at the surface. The and archer she girl? Know what yeah. Happened Anivia. To Anivia. 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 Yeah, yeah, she has. A broken leg, yeah, and her wife. I think Anivia would like to see her wife again. Oh yeah, I forgot about that. That they have loved ones (laughs) on the surface still. Her wife. (laughs) Yeah. Enjoy your subterranean life, everybody. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, they were nice guys, but I forgot. They were nice. I wonder if they want to see the surface. Hordis was pretty (laughs) adamant that he also wanted to get back to the surface. Uh, Aravashnial seemed very intrigued uh, with meeting the mongrel men and kind of learning about their society and stuff. So maybe like he wants to stay, but you definitely know that Nivia and Horgus both want to get back as soon as possible. All right. Well, Shall while we we're doing back? that, I'm going to uh, use some points of fervor to heal. <clears throat> right, how many points do you have left for the day? You've used? Well, I had three marked off on my sheet. 
So I'm assuming I used them before the rat thing, but I can't remember for what. So um, I th- probably to get someone back up to the max. If they're marked off, that's on you. I'm going to yeah, say they're marked off. That's fine. All right. So I got three more points. As we descend the ladder, Lily So I'm going to use one, on one for myself. <laughs> Does anybody else need any healing? Um, I could use it if you have it, but... And she feeds some of it. All right, let's... To Luna. <laughs> <laughs> Whoa. Jesus. So what are you all going to do? Or uh, what are you still thinking about doing? Well, we toss out some healing. It's still early in the day. I think we should go down that southern hole and uh, follow that lady that tried to goad us down there. Maybe, to the hall. Maybe we um, send people that are less acrobatic. And then if we get trapped again, people can acrobat through easier. That's clever. Mm-hmm. What's Sometimes this hole to the east? That, we have that to had like oh, was that water. A poopy water. Hole? That was a poop hole. Yeah, that you weren't down to go into because then, you assumed it was poop. And I don't know why. And this is the room <laughs> where we got our barrel of salt. Well, we, heard, oh, yes. <laughs> yeah. we heard rushing water in there. Right? Barb, yeah, if, if you go down, I will follow. Ooh, all right. I'm doing it. That wasn't supposed to be sexual, but <laughs> sounding. <laughs> it was like the whisper talking. You can say anything whisper talking that sounds sexual. That's just the way I talk. <laughs> Sexually? <laughs> yes. All right. Let's do this. All right. We're going to do it. Wait, what's the, what's the plan? What's the plan? We're going to do it quickly so that Alex can't trap us. Okay, what's the plan? set, what's the plan? go. I okay. pull out my sword as we go down the hole. I, I go am. after her, and I go after her. But so, <laughs> so as you enter the hole, you see kind of the various, I don't know, leavings of the battle that you were there. Um, the air in the cavern smells very damp and of mold. Uh, there's a small pool of water that glistens to the south. The two barriers to the east are still erect and a door on the far side. The morning star that was left behind <gasps> is gone. Um, and... The bodies of the slain mongrel men are also gone. All right, let's keep going. Is there a dagger? Satrapo trombone right now. No. We yeah. head to the east. Towards Is the dagger the that I threw down the hall here? Detect magic down here. Okay, I pick up my dagger. The dagger, the, the <laughs> dagger is also not there. Never mind. Is there anything special about this well? It's just a pool of water. Oh, pool of water. It's not a well. It's not a well. Well. <laughs> oh my oh, well. gosh. Okay, right before oh, well. anybody does anything with this door, Lillian's gonna detect magic. There is no magic. Detect evil. There is no magic. And there's no evil. I will attempt to open the door the normal way. The door swings easily. All As right. you look in, you see old bloodstains uh, on the floor of the small cavern. Barrels filled with scraps of fur and fat sit against one wall. Emitting a soft stench, you see various bits of animal meat and fat rotting in the corners. The long slabs that sit as a table in the middle uh, is full of skinning tools and small bones from whatever was once done there. There are two wooden racks that are holding and drying animal skins on them. Uh, Poe, do you have anything to say about this room? I actually do. I was just thinking that. Thank you so much for asking. So I just want to let you guys know that I used to be like a letter carrier. I mean, I probably still am. But 
<laughs> also, I also think I'm getting desensitized. Like, I, this doesn't even seem that gross. I feel like I could be an adventurer if you guys ever want to go adventuring again. Like, I'd be down. Something tells me we will. Okay, good. North or south? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, there are doors in on the the north, and there's a door to the south. I'll vote south. I'm not an ambi turner. So okay. you look through the door and you see four <laughs> stone slabs uh, with chairs and the like kind of scattered throughout. Uh, golden braziers hang from the ceiling, a soft glow emitting from them. The room seems to have recently housed some sort of meeting, but whoever was once there has since left. I always thought it was braziers, and that makes more sense. Brazier? Yeah. yeah. It's like I thought Fraser. it was brazier too. I thought it was brazier. Like What's brazier. a brazier? Is that? That's I feel bra. like that's a piece bra. of clothing. It is. Okay. So that makes more sense. Yeah. Are they spelled differently? Uh, brazier is spelled B-R-A-Z-I-E-R, I think. Yes. That, yeah, that's I mean, how I would have spelled yes, both of them. Yeah, it doesn't matter. A brazier, I think, is two S's and then an N. It is. How do you know how to spell yeah, brazier? Like bra- brassiere. Is kind of because he's not an engineer. Phonetically. <laughs> anyway, should we play this game? <laughs> Uh, okay. So these braziers, braziers, um, were they recently lit? Are there like embers? Are they lit? Are they still lit? Uh, they're softly glowing. They're dull, but they were lit at some point. Oh, is it like a sconce? Uh, uh so braziers like tend to hang down. They're almost like it's a... It's like a chandelier, but with fire. Yeah. Uh, a little bit. It's like a flat, like chandeliers divided plate, and then you put like embers in the middle of the plate, and the plate hangs off of chains from the ceiling. Oh. Oh, that's cool. Okay. Okay. I need to have that more in my life. As you walk through, you see on the far table that there is something stuck into it in the southeast corner. Southeast Let's corner. perceive. Yeah. I guess. Yeah, this is like the first session we've rolled like zero perception checks. No. <laughs> Y'all are just so excited. Overload. I know. We just want to. We just want to go. Nine. Nine? Yep. I mean... Nineteen. Twenty-five. Are you trying to perceive what's on the table instead of just walking up and looking at it? I just want to see how stuck it is in the table. Uh, It seems casually stuck. Okay. Uh, It is... (laughs) You walk up and you look at it and it's just a dagger. Is it mine? Yeah. With my twenty-five? It is not your dagger. It seems better. Detect magic? It is magical. Ooh. Oh. Ooh. Errol runs over and grabs it. <laughs> Stick. <laughs> it's canon. I said it first. <laughs> you hold it Lillian, in your Lillian gives him a look. <laughs> and then he rolls a spellcraft on it. <laughs> 13. Uh, you Lillian aren't. also rolls a spellcraft on it. <laughs> and gets... Not very good. <laughs> Damn. Less than a 13. Come on, Alyssa. Glad I took Spellcraft. No. Uh, it's a masterwork dagger. This is a <laughs> lot of posturing for no reason. <laughs> is masterwork magical? It is. Yes. It's plus one to attack, but not to damage. Mm. Was that better than your old dagger, Poe? Yeah, but it's not. Yeah, I mean... Mine was a little rusty. This one seems a little dull because somebody haphazardly threw it into a table. But it's actually still quite sharp. It's an immaculately made dagger. <laughs> wow. That is why it's masterwork. It's like a masterwork to this <laughs> dagger. <laughs> but still, it seems silly because short swords are just superior, it seems to me. 
I guess plus one to hit versus a D6 versus a D4. I don't know. Does Alu have only a you dagger as a melee daggers. weapon? I do only have a dagger <clears throat> So at the moment. Yeah, I will are. more than you, you need this. take it. Too bad you don't have a morning star. Yeah, yeah, what happened? Sad to trombone Everybody's plays. getting so punchy. <laughs> what are you all doing now that you're arguing over this day? Uh, Lillian is going to explore further. Alright. You walk through the room, uh there's remnants of baskets and papers, um, scratchings. Nothing seems to make any sense. Anything of import is either gone or everything in there is illegible. That's all you can really make out. There's nothing here. Is there any way to tell if they were, like, burning important stuff in those braziers or if they were just for light? Um, It looks like it was just for light. You can roll me a perception on those braziers. I just kind of, like, drag my axe through it and see. 16. 16? Um, No, I mean, it just looks like they were solely meant for light and not for disposal. You could use the dagger to drag through it, but I think that you take your entire axe. (laughs) (laughs) I hope it's like a six-inch diameter (laughs) thing, and your axe is just bigger than it. (laughs) Just knock it over. Yeah. And we shall approach the north door. Lillian's already there. Yes, I'm I'm trying to sense magic. Uh, (laughs) There is magic that is coming from the room. There's magic coming from this room. <laughs> is it locked? I'm gonna try the doorknob. The door opens. The door opened. <laughs> <laughs> I don't need to narrate every part of it a stone, in a whisper. A stone pedestal holds a <laughs> copper brazier aloft in the center of this room. Against the western wall, an enormous pile of animal furs and thick quilts serve as a bed. Sheathed weapons and stone carvings adorn the walls. The eastern half of the room holds a wooden desk beneath which stands a long, thin, iron lockbox. Lillian goes inside. You're inside and you you see everything that I just read. (laughs) (laughs) There's no traps. Big big sight relief. (laughs) All right. Is Um, it locked? There was some uh, magic you detected. Um, there was some magic I detected. Could I tell where it came from? Um, yeah, it comes from underneath the desk inside the lockbox as you kind of like wince and concentrate. I winced and concentrated. <laughs> I don't know why I'm doing this. I open, <laughs> open the lockbox. Yeah, or I try, I attempt to open the lockbox. Uh, it is locked. This lockbox. <laughs> Um, I'm going to tap Poe on the shoulder and say, you know, any tricks? Well, uh, somebody got some keys. Yeah. You guys want to try that? Carol dangles the key ring. It just has the single key for the door on it. He still dangles it. <laughs> try <laughs> it. Try it. Put it in. <laughs> you <laughs> try to work the key into the lock and the key seems far too large for it. Well, it's a lost cause. Let's get out of here. You see Lou in the corner, just <laughs> eyes wide, just staring at the keys. As <laughs> <laughs> Okay, I'll try to pick the lock. All right, go ahead and roll me a disabled device. Can we assist? Like, can I uh, massage his shoulders? If you have disabled device, but it is a learned trait. Sixteen. What? What? No. Adjusted? No, that's not true. Did you roll a sixteen? No, I rolled a fifteen, and I thought it was plus one, but it's plus seven. So, twenty-two. Twenty-two. Um. You managed to get your picks in the locks, and just so. Uh, doesn't seem to quite give. You can take 20 on it, if you'd like, and with a plus 7, 
you think, but given enough time, you can probably break the lock. Guys, it's going to take me some time, but I it fits. I thought we do take a minute, um, because I think that I want to commune with Luna for a bit. Okay, so that takes an hour. Taking 20 only takes 20 rounds, so that's around, what, 120 so, like two minutes? Two minutes, yeah. So, that, so you can wait an hour, but it's just it'll take about two minutes to unlock it. Okay, you unlock that, and we'll see where we get. <laughs> two minutes I'm gonna later. I'm going to spend that two minutes attempting to commune with That's totally fair. That's totally fair. I was, just, I was just letting you know. Two minutes. So as you work the lock, and it takes some time, but you manage to force it open, and you see that there are three chips of lapis lazuli, uh, two bloodstones, a citrine, and a white pearl. As well, you find two scrolls and a long, thin, dark wood case. Guys, I need somebody to spell me some craft. Here's some scrolls. What's up? Barb's going to run in and grab the wood case. Yeah, here. Here you go. Here's a wood case. It's canon. <laughs> yeah, we'll take okay. a spell. Do you open here the wood case? The... No, I'm too afraid. <laughs> I'm away for other people to do things. Okay, so do you spellcraft on the scrolls? Go ahead. 19. It is a scroll of Bear's Endurance and a scroll of Remove Disease. What? Oh. <gasps> those Yay! are really good. Wow. But, okay. Yeah. Let's um, keep those in our bed. And then all this other stuff, chips and stuff. Anybody hungry? And are these <laughs> magical or are these just worth stuff? Roll one appraise check. Okay. <laughs> I will do an appraise as well. 20. 20. So you're not quite sure, Poe, but Errol, uh, the three chips of lapis are worth 10 each. The bloodstones are 50 each. The citrine is also worth 50, and the white pearl is worth 100. If I just let you hold on to these, will you buy me something nice later? Yeah, sure, mate. Okay, here you go. You said the lapis worth 10 each? Yes. And then uh, I'm going to detect magic on that wooden case. It doesn't have any magic. I rolled a perception check on it. I got an 18. You notice amongst the fine wood, there is a small white marble symbol. It seems to depict a winged white sword. That's like knowledge religion? Yeah, you do. It is the symbol of Iomade. Hmm. And there's no lock or mechanism at all? There's not. I'm holding it. <laughs> there's just a small brass latch that seems to keep it. Okay. I look at I look at Alu and I go, I I I think this is for you. So I'll take it from her and um, kinda look at it a little sad that it's not as shiny as the keys and I'll just try to see if the latch is gonna budge if I just try to open it. Not forcefully, just try to open it you open it carefully and it does uh you see on the inside a fine velvet lining the lining gives the impression of what was once there a long sword however whatever was once there is now gone so the indentation is left behind in the indentation there is a small letter that has been tri-folded and stuck where the blade should normally go r-a-p <laughs> just kidding <laughs> <laughs> um, I'll, I'll pick it up and <laughs> unfold it to see if there's anything written on it. All right. So you pick it up and you find this letter. Can I read? You can. So <laughs> it's the letter, letter R. The letter R. 
So I opened it. Uh, and uh, uh, I showed did somebody it. want to read it out loud? Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. I was on the screen. And I was on my character sheet. You're like, I can I read it? it? And I was like, yeah. But you weren't. Yeah. Your your character is literate. I can't read so good. <laughs> All right. Hosilla, you will remain for the time being in Canabras. But know this. The city's days are numbered. Seek a place of safety. The underground den of your mongrel lackeys should suffice to keep you safe from the devastation to come. I shall assume command of Dresden shortly, and once Vorlesh has finished with the Wardstone and Canabras is no longer of interest to us, you, you are to return to my side. Excellent news regarding the salvage of Yaniel's, yeah. Yaniel's sword from the museum as well, or as well. Bring it with you, for I believe this weapon could be quite useful once we corrupt it. Before you leave for Dresden, stop by the three safe houses, Mazerian Manor, Topaz Solutions, and the Tower of Estrad. The uh, passphrase remains, I've new material for the archives for now. To ensure no evidence remains behind. May Lord uh, Driscari yep. and Lord Baphomet, Baphomet. Uh, watch over you. And it's signed <laughs> SV. Yes. And that SV. is what you find. Suck it very much. While he's reading that, can There's I no walk M. around? That's true. <laughs> While he's reading that, can I walk around doing perception checks for hidden doors? So you can walk around looking, and then I can have you roll a perception check. And yeah. that's fine. So go ahead and roll a perception check. Plus eight. 22. Ooh. 22. 22. Yeah, I mean, you walk around the room. There doesn't seem to be anything else left in it. That'd be a really good place to have one, though. Guys, I don't know where she went. She and with that appraise check us. that you did earlier, Errol, you'd think that that wooden case would probably fetch you about 50 gold pieces. Whatever was here, whoever was here is gone. I mean, okay. you've explored the extent of what was here and there's nobody I'm there's gonna... no sign of anybody the embers on the braziers have burned down uh whatever footsteps are left are solely in the dirt is there any way to track the footsteps and see where they would have gone they went out the door you came in survival um, check let's follow the footsteps yeah i built that i mean as you exit into the room you came in through your footsteps cover up those that were leaving and uh, you works. kind of lose the trail so there you, are no other footsteps. There's no other way they could have. I mean, gone. it's like looking in dirt. Uh, as you all move through in a group of six, you stirred it all up, making everything pretty indistinguishable. You do know that they let out of the room. Hmm. Errol's going to go around kind of the the small room that we found this stuff in and then the I'm main gonna... room. Oh, and sorry. Kind of just like put his hands on the walls and just kind of check it all. So if he ever goes within 10 feet of a secret passage, he gets a uh, perception check because of stone cutting. You find nothing and see nothing. Okay. Right. How about that morning star? I just, I just imagine them like putting shoes like putting shoes on oh, my and hands like, and just like snapping <laughs> <and> like <laughs> and then hopping the on the bed and hopping up like through the They're ceiling, on the table. Uh, geez. Well, my vote is that we go back to the sewer and confirm what is above the sewer so that it doesn't like straight out murder us when we try to bring the other folks back through. And we go back to 
that guy. Neathalon. Neathalon. And tell that guy. <laughs> I think that's fair, but I think I think About we should this. all make a pact right now that we don't continue it onto the surface without our comrades. Deal. Fair. My alignment will agree with that, so. Blood pact? Blood pact. Cool. I'll take spit one non lethal hit point. Hand. No, just kidding. Uh, <laughs> take it back. And I spit in my hand and then I like hold it up to high five because I don't know how this works. <laughs> high five. Yeah, and I poke my butt out, getting ready for her to spank it. Whoa! <laughs> <laughs> this took a twist. That escalated quickly. It's <laughs> heating uh, up in the basement. In the right direction. <laughs> um, I have two quick things to say. First of all, that's probably a good idea of going checking out the surface. However, what if they went back to that cool town and they're just killing people ruthlessly right now? That would be a bummer. Second of all, I know we've been really caught up on footsteps, but I feel a little bit still lingering. So here's the thing, guys. I'm going to run check the poop hole and see if there's footsteps because they are new and fresh. Um, <laughs> Roll a survival check. Okay. So spurious. Alex is going to lose his mind every time we're like following the footsteps. He just rolls his eyes harder. Three. <laughs> you see footsteps <laughs> and you see them go towards the hole. What's even stranger is that they seem to have been wearing your shoes and have checked out the hole just like you did. However long ago that was. It was a long time ago. Uh, Oh, that long ago. Long time ago. So someone clearly stole them while you slept. They would. Did the same thing you did, and then left the same way you did. Guys, they're tricking us. I knew it. Okay, all good. Let's uh, go back to town and get uh, those injured people. Take a long rest, get our spells back. (laughs) Uh, I think we should go back to the town, and I think we should do it post-haste. The upper town or the no, the, town? the underground town. Yeah, yeah, okay. Yeah. Ready? Super on board. Okay, go Let's team go. Let's go get our friendos and talk to King Zool about things. Zool. What? <laughs> it's Chief Zool. I think King Zool is from <laughs> Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll write it down. <laughs> I lost my pencil, so all I have are like hot highlighters and expo markers. Don't worry, I spilled beer all over my notes, so I know how you feel. So you all whack, walk back to Neathelham, and as you do, you just hear the footsteps of someone pacing back and forth and back and forth. As you walk up, you see four figures. In front of them, a woman holding a book and the glaive behind her you see six familiar figures strung up tied to posts that have been driven into the ground she says oh good i thought that perhaps you had forgotten to come back for your friends don't get me wrong it had made easier for me to just slit their throats and then find you on the surface and kill you but perhaps we can solve this a different way and We'll see you next time oh. on the Final Crusade. Our friends. So oh, well. Well, except Horgus. Fuck that guy. <laughs> hey, guys. Our, our friends just came to Horgus. let you know we found a way back to the surface. <laughs> we'll see you later.
Four Corners Games podcast is property of Four Corners Games, Inc. For more information about Four Corners Games, please visit fourcornersgames.com with the number four. Music and sound on this episode by Sirenscape, because epic games need epic sound. This podcast uses trademarks and or copyrights owned by Paizo Inc., which are used under Paizo's community use policy. We are expressly prohibited from charging you to use or access this content. This podcast is not published, endorsed, or specifically approved by Paizo Inc. For more information about Paizo's community use policy, please visit paizo.com forward slash community use. For more information about Paizo Inc. and Paizo products, please visit paizo.com. <laughs>